podcast happily enriching you this is aisha and this is yunus and this podcast is all about enabling self discovery igniting inner passions and channeling happiness in you well congratulations are in order i'm so glad you did it i mean i'm just not talking about the tedx but the sensitive topic that you unraveled yunus schools failing us unknowingly <laughs> for a lot of people it is sensitive for me it's emotional uh, actually more than emotional it's personal <laughs> i know how big a struggle it was for me to get through school and i will probably never forget it so i guess that's one of the reasons why i chose youth as my prima focus and probably will never let go of it and uh, it's a promise to myself that as long as i see the youth of this country connect with me i will always do my best to connect with them the day i become that unwanted ununderstanding uncle <laughs> is when i'll probably retire well well uh, let's not also forget about the fact that many of our friends students and people from our inner circle had one major complaint and the complaint was that why was the video so short i think a lot of people wanted to hear you speak a lot more on this topic 15 minutes is what was the time that was given so i don't know if i could even fight with ted as an authority or the organizers so i guess that's one of the reasons why we are even having this podcast in it absolutely so anybody who complained that my talk was for 15 minutes people who are listening yeah i'll give you another 15 take it <laughs> i think we'll give them hopefully a lot more, more than 15 than, yeah. but yeah we will see if we can uh, encapsulate this enrichment capsule um with as warranted time as possible not as yeah. extended time as possible absolutely um so obviously a lot your talk had a lot of focus right um, and for people who haven't viewed the talk yet you can find it on youtube but yes this is an extension to what you've spoken and obviously i'm going to dig in deep i want to know a lot more i want to hear a lot more examples i want to know things that you probably obviously did not talk up there in that 15 minute video that you had so are you ready to bare your soul here trust me i wanted to pour my heart out i would have loved to take even hours together uh, but yeah i guess um, this is the good way to to unravel it great so, so bring we, it on absolutely so i mean without giving a lot of information right now to our audiences because i'm you know i want to build that curiosity into the topic because i think the title of the uh, you know your ted talk itself says a lot right if you could just give us the title of your ted talk once again <laughs> after a lot of contemplation so if you remember the first title that i uh, gave was did schools fail us unknowingly mm mm-hmm. and then i said to myself that wait one minute what unknowingly i i think every teacher who gave importance only to science and not to anything else knew mhm somewhere at the bottom of his or her heart that they were doing it wrong so are you implying that schools did not do anything i mean no contribution at all oh no 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 uh, uh, look if schools were that pointless our parents their parents well their parents i i don't think so in india especially would have gone to schools uh, or not all of them <laughs> but mean. we okay. would not even want to send our children and their future generation their children 
now i'm obviously not going to be ungrateful towards schools mm-hmm. schools definitely taught us a lot of things absolutely um schools taught me daydreaming schools taught me um the need and importance of communication schools if not for anything prepared me for a heartbreak mm. whether it was with the uh, education whether it was of course of course uh, i know that you're talking um, about subjects extracurricular yeah, activities i'm talking about sports of course sports in the right way of course i think our audiences know exactly yeah uh, sports with real ball bat ball yeah okay uh well i know schools do lay the foundation for a lot of things right uh having a strong mindset having voice uh those are some things that i'm curious to know again in terms of uh, you know what your thoughts are but i think uh let's you know the fact that a kid spends his or her maximum hours in a day in a safe space safe space which is school um uh, what are your thoughts on that i mean do you think that at least when it comes to schools uh, is it a space for personal development can you emphasize a little bit on that all of our listeners who are listening to me right now correct me if i'm wrong a lot of the baggage that we carry now even into our work life if you're working to our college life if you're in college is a build up of a lot of things that we learned in our school life how we learned um, to handle emotions hide those emotions um, handle setbacks adversities celebrate victories value people value relationships so obviously you know um i love this one thing about uh, japanese uh, school system yeah. i remember this long long time back when i learned i was in such awe that up to a certain standard they don't teach any subjects at all you know the entire school system is only based out of values and all that the kids learn is values absolutely to the extent that they are even taught how to clean toilets that's probably one of the reasons why even if you go to a public toilet in japan you might not see it filthy dirty um whereas you know in other countries you would think 100 times before you go absolutely so i think about it um what can we talk about a system that only promotes being number 1 if you are not number 1 then sadly you are number 2 or number 3 and if you can't be in the top 3 you're fit for nothing and you know there is no need for you to actually even uh, exist that is wrong life is not a race life is a beautiful journey but what did we do in our schools we were taught that we had to run faster we had we 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 were taught that we had to learn faster we were taught that we had to get better marks we were sometimes even taught to lie to our own friends saying that oh i didn't study only and then suddenly when the marks are good oh i thought i didn't study only you know there's no need to conceal that it that's the biggest complaint that i have no i think also to add on something that you uh, mentioned in the talk was that a lot of emphasis today is given on grades rather than skill development right especially uh, in india that we live in uh, skills is something which i think are not as much as celebrated as they should be what are your thoughts on that oh, i uh, the one reason why we even start started 
our journey as an entrepreneur uh, the company that we run it's called institute of skills is only because of that i mean think about it the highest that i've got in my life is 66% and i thought hey i've arrived in life and then i got 52 and i thought i've lost everything in life but now when i think about it i don't even know where my marks cards are i don't even know in what condition they are and i don't even know why i even sat and stressed so much about all of that yeah no doubt from an entrepreneurial point of view i can brag about i can talk so much about this and that about marks as a as an employee mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. Um, to start with people will look at your certificates but in the end no nobody cares about your certificate it's who you are that's in fact one of the reasons why they start with your certificates but eventually hire you for who you are as a person that's why interviews are even conducted isn't it i'm also reminded of a, uh, a a scenario where for our very own company when we were hiring for people i had a candidate who had 88% but didn't know what she wanted from her life except for the fact that she wanted to be called okay in a way which is very bollywoodish she wanted her parents to be known by her name rather than her by her parents name which is so uh <laughs> and i was like what I do think you what you're talking about is uh, lack of have you know lack of a sense of direction yeah right she she just knew that she got good marks and she thought she had arrived in life but in the end i hired somebody who had just um a percent more than me 53% okay oh well i have to share this with the audiences i can never forget this instant where um i don't know if you remember it but uh, <laughs> if it's personal please <laughs> this this oh no but i think the audience <laughs> definitely needs to hear okay. this okay. uh do you remember when we got married in fact um the one thing that i was craving to do was to compare our marks cards yeah. uh was to compare our grade sheets and i lay down your sheets on our bed and i lay down my sheets my certificates on the bed and trying to compare and see okay which subject did i get more which subject did you get more and i think at that point of time i was only focusing like i i mean i feel like a criminal now right um <laughs> i was only focusing on okay aisha you got more marks than eunice here but i think it's from that day uh, and today 9 years later is when i actually realize how many things i've actually learned in terms of skills rather than just you know the marks or the grades that uh, i have uh, is it life just like marriage even after seeing low marks you still loved the love never reduced based on the percentage so same thing to our listeners as well that you don't have to love anybody lesser or yourself lesser just because you got less marks in Absolutely. an xyz subject so come on they just marks the numbers today they are this today they are that or tomorrow they are that because what did exams teach us exams taught us how to remember something for the time being till you need to remember after that you write and you forget you get a marks card you get the license to forget and then a hey, Everything Absolutely, I think care. that's something that our audiences will resonate with. I mean, remember that day when your exam finishes, oh, the last day, the right? relief. In fact, the the that morning, everyone's already planning on what you're going yeah, to do yeah. post the exam rather yeah. than focus on the last paper. It's like the last day of constipation, isn't it? <laughs> uh, the relief of the last dump. Oh God! And then you just empty everything that's on your mind, and then forget about it until the next grade starts. Yes. Yes. 
so uh, you know connecting this to one of the most dreadful events i think that a student goes through each year on year uh, you also talk about it in your ted talk and uh, we i must say that it was beautifully put across where you mentioned about the triangle the ptm triangle <laughs> the parent teacher meeting triangle so why don't you tell us a little more about that what was your most dreadful moment of the ptm meeting okay this is a confession um which i think nobody knows i never had a bad parent teacher meeting okay <laughs> now i know some of you might be a little confused um the beauty of my parent teacher meeting is this that every time a parent was called because my father was abroad and super understanding my mother who was more the strict one um she didn't understand english and when i went to parent teacher meeting with my mother i was supposed to translate everything <laughs> that my teacher told to my mother that my mother told oh, to my teacher very safe. so you can imagine if the criminal is the translator what happens to the case hmm so i obviously withheld necessary information um to my full disclosure i think i was lucky most of the times when my teacher and my mother didn't understand the languages each spoke mm mm-hmm. so uh, escaped but i'm 100% sure it's not the case for everybody which reminds me aisha how was your parent teacher meeting oh my god i was just hoping you wouldn't ask about it uh but i can i can you know recall it just at the back of my head um uh, and i think for me as a student uh, i was not someone who was very good with mathematics and uh, that's why i think that was one area of concern for me and every parent teacher meeting that i had i was supremely stressed about what my teacher is going to tell my mother about it although i would you know pass and get a very decent scoring but the Shame stress the stress that i had to go through i was great at every other subject but it's just that math didn't like me a lot <laughs> see when i am bad with math that's why i have only one um, excuse me yeah <laughs> hmm so yunus again uh, like you know you a lot of people resonated with the entire ptm meeting so tell us a little bit in terms of you know what could be done better to make that entire experience a lot more easier for students today you know i think that's where um, a lot of new age schools uh, have actually started trying unfortunately um, these um, new age schools are for a lot of the elites mm-hmm. uh, where there is more holistic learning that has uh, come in there's more value for uh, you know a child's development whether it's sports to a particular subject i i'm sure um, you know you know who i'm also talking about madonna one of our you know good friends um she being uh, an artist and how you know she speaks about her children um every time i speak to her things are changing now uh, and i hope that um, you know a lot of schools um, adopt that overall holistic development um teachers should start s- seeing you know the value of of feedback absolutely how to give that feedback you know can they put across a message which um keeps the child's feelings also in 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 mind yeah you know if the child is not really good in math and if the child has scored exceptionally or why exceptionally even remotely good in another that's worthy of compliment and ask for an action plan from the child that you know why don't 
we look at absolutely a lot more constructive if i may say yeah a gradual development rather than demeaning and saying ki is this your own child only see the child's marks how they are uh, what is this why don't you send him to tuition or her tuition actually i take tuition so why don't you send <laughs> so all of those things i think are not necessary absolutely uh, i also remember that when i was listening to your ted talk a lot of people were particularly talking about these two words that you actually used which was scope versus hope so can you tell us a little bit about that <laughs> this is another i can just do another talk all together only on these two words mm-hmm. i am i want to share an experience okay i remember one of the evenings when i was sitting in the office somebody um, you know came to the office with an amazing proposal you know these days um, there are so many people who claim to have tools which will decide the child's future by doing a test you know a psychometric test of a kind where imagine if the child does that test and if the score says that he or she is suitable to be a swimmer mm-hmm. the child is allergic to chlorine what will they do with that test huh? force that kid to constantly go into the water and have rashes every time the child goes into the water no i when i was speaking to you about a gentleman who walked into the uh, office he claim to have a solution mm-hmm. which is i think a 25 30 page solution okay of what i am good at or what anybody who takes the test is good at by just you know taking fingertips of 10 fingers oh that sounds so when he crazy. told me also that you know you just give me your 10 fingers and i'll tell you what your future is i don't know about 10 but i definitely wanted to give him one finger and i obviously can't tell you which <laughs> finger that was which is ridiculous yeah you know I know that I was a lost child um but at least in that lost and found mm-hmm. I know this f- for one thing that you might be good at doing something or you might be great at doing something but if you don't like what you're great at I would rather take what I'm good at something which I love and do that for the rest of my life than to take something that I'm great at and hate every bit of it people say that i am a good salesman but i know that i can't sell things that i don't believe in and i dreaded the idea of getting into sales i loved listening to people i loved helping people and i chose this route mm-hmm. rather than going there even though people told me that the amount of money that i'm going to make is going to be like this or like that we are not going to take our bank accounts to our grave absolutely right Uh, i think a lot of people are going to resonate a lot with you know what you just mentioned uh, to also clear the air you know since we speak a lot about strengths especially in the you know the talk that you gave uh, it's also important to i think throw some light on the opposite right just to make sure that we don't give people the illusion that only strengths are very important so why don't you tell us a little bit about you know what uh, your opinions are on you know whether weaknesses are are they not important uh and what do we do with our weaknesses look by no means i have any kind of bias towards um strengths or weaknesses but it's the approach in life that is my concern in a lot of our training programs i show these two doors mm-hmm. one has success written on it one has failure written on it and when i ask people this question which door would you choose it's so heartbreaking that many people rather most of the people choose the door failure and very few people choose the door success 
when i ask why they say that failure is stepping stone to success i don't want that stone <laughs> why would i want to fail mm-hmm. intentionally in order for me to become successful in fact in the talk when i yeah. speak of how many of you know your uh, success how many of you know your weaknesses and the third question which is critical is working on what actually helps the most comes from one of the research which was done by gallup and in that research they found that more number of people who focused on their strengths had greater tendency of becoming successful as well as live a more happier life than people who are working on only on their weaknesses, weaknesses. Right. so that is the critical junction which i want people to remember so you also agree the fact that you know weaknesses help with strengths oh no doubt about it a lot of our weaknesses mm-hmm. basically are shouting at us and telling hey listen win over me and see how i become one of your strength yeah you know example very simple example for many people public speaking is one of the most dreadful activity to to do right they might for now keep that as their weakness but eventually when they work on it and when they win over that fear and when they become comfortable public speakers what happens even they'll have another ted talk or a josh talk or a this talk or a that talk if not for anything a man ki baat <laughs> uh, uh, on a more practical uh, you know basis with others yeah so why so not how do you simplify this how do you make sure how do you tell people on you know what would be the easiest way for them to identify opportunities look um just like how i i uh, uh, put this as an em- emphasis um finding opportunities is just like permutation and combinations of what are you really really good at yeah so how many times are we guilty of telling uh, people around us that you know you're so good at this i think you should try this yeah i know for the longest period of time people told me that you know you talk so much your voice is like this especially the way you sound o- over the mic why don't you become an rj i was never interested but now when i look back i don't think so i would have done good as an rj as much as i love seeing people and talking to them um you know rjs in their place me in my place they're doing what they're good at i'm doing what i'm yeah good at but since i even spoke about it just like how unknowingly so many people gave me opportunities true why don't you get into sales why don't you get into marketing why don't you be an rj why don't you you know do theater why don't you you do stand up comedy i think about it people are giving us opportunities for free and we're not taking it and if we put our mind you know in the right place and ask what is it that i really want to do in my life and make a list of all the possible things that you feel you might be good at doing from an opportunity point of view like i said whether it's a, a passion project whether it is um you know a, a hobby um, a, an additional gig um you know a part time yeah um, effort you never know what will mature in because you know 20 years back if somebody would have asked me uh, would you like to become a public speaker i would have said what from where is this coming right. i used to be a shy kid right but now when i look back damn it our life is is full of abundance of opportunities you know our life is like a running tap with no bucket underneath to catch hold of all of that untapped potential that is in fact my conviction towards others and my plea 
too many we are capable of so many things we are an ocean of opportunities we just need to dive into that explore swim and right you know celebrate every moment of it i think uh, the word that we are also looking at is persistence and having continuity in whatever we are doing oh, right no doubt ha huh. when i say opportunity it doesn't mean that you try one the, one day and then you try another another right. day and you try another another day and then say ki oh, i was not very good so i i think it's it's a process correct um you catch hold of three or four opportunities of yours give yourself time six months one year explore and i even tell people identify opportunities which are complementary in nature like for example when i do trainings um that's one side when i anchor that's another side when i uh, coach that's another side when i'm blogging that's another side when i'm doing video content that's another side all are complementing each other true. i don't have to hide from one to say that i'm doing another yeah so why not you can be a full fledged sales professional or a or a banker and you can still be an amazing baker true sell those brownies or pastries to to your loved ones and to your near and dear ones and what if one day you just love baking only and you don't want to do anything and you have your own magnolia of a kind <laughs> where people are going to go gaga and rave over absolutely right well on that note i think it's only important for me to sort of you know get this to conclusion where i'd like to say that this was something that was told by someone very popular uh and i've heard it recently but i must share this with you someone said this that you know life does not happen we make it happen have you heard about it <laughs> yeah i know that guy very well uh, coincidentally the guy has the same name that i have oh. and is also married to you oh. so yeah you're quoting me now yeah of course why See? not yeah. right i, I mean I, i like that it's a compliment right that's a statement that's stuck to so many people i mean look at the comments that you're receiving on yes. you know your youtube video as well so uh, on that note right where you say that life does not happen we make it happen i think we can only wish for everyone to follow what their true passions are and don't just you know get hung by the grades that one gets i mean work hard build your knowledge but i think it's your skills that are going to enable you to uplift yourself absolutely hustle don't just be an average hustler <laughs> right oh, so, yeah, so you're rhyming now okay i i'm not uh, going to try doing uh, yeah, that yeah, now yeah. On, on that note i think it's important for everybody to understand um i'm also being very clear that i have no definity towards schools i went to a school i love schools but i wish that schools tell a lot more than just teachers how to memorize for some time and vomit it uh, and then um, you know move on with life so i have obviously a lot of expectations for the future generations uh, many people who uh, might even be listening to us either immediately or in the near future uh, might want to get into the space of education and make that change on ground for the future generations to come and i wish all and all of them best of luck all the best thank you so much see you next week again bye bye